previously on the Table Titans podcast. And I'm going to knee slide past him and a full metal alchemist slap my hands on the ground and Mm -hmm. cast Earth Tremor. Uh, So I'm going to cause the ground to shake in a 10 foot radius. We're in a dirt tunnel. Okay, so it knocks the carrion crawler back a couple feet and the ceiling above it begins to crumble and collapse, pinning it, burying it completely. You hear it let out a shriek as if it's died. And when you turn around to congratulate everyone, you're in the same tunnel, but now it's going the other direction. The tunnel is there, the carrion crawler is there, and you haven't cast the spell yet. What? Interesting. Uh Uh-oh. Tabitha, you're up. Can I do an Arcana check? Yes, but uh, you can only add your Charisma modifier to it. You can't add your Arcana skill to it. Okay. So roll a d20 and add your Charisma modifier. That would be a 12. Okay. Um, what is it you're trying to Arcana? Uh, I just want to see if I know what type of magic this is or if it is like where it's coming from I want to know more about because that was not natural world stuff you feel you're at first you're sure that that you recognize what magic that is but then a second later, you, you're not too worried about it. You're just suddenly kind of okay with it. Oh, no. It's cool, guys. No. Hmm. I kind of like still have tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should that, back you, out of you, this. <laughs> you still can take an action if you'd like. Um... So wait, what's what's behind us now? The way you came in. Which way did the ferret go, though? Like, is that tunnel still an option? Mm, yeah. So Nat, so think about it this way. So everyone kind of walked up to the edge of the tunnel and took around a look around to the right. So uh, it was Fenwick went down the right tunnel mm-hmm. and. Uh, Boy, I feel like I should be able to draw this for you guys. Um, Is it like a T intersection? Yeah, imagine. Yeah. Well, yeah, imagine a cross. Okay. Here, I'll draw it like this. Okay. So, imagine this. I wish I could see yeah. that, but we don't. I, don't I, see I know. I'm here. showing Tabitha. So you guys came. <laughs> oh boy, this is reverse. You guys came up here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Fenwick looked around this corner and there was a monster here. Okay. He came in and attacked it. The gnat slid in and collapsed all of this. Okay. And everyone's kind of here. When he turned around to look at you, all of a sudden, you're, it all reset. Like suddenly now this direction is that. Okay. So, so now it's script. Yeah. It's like, um, I don't know how to describe it to you. 
when that turned around, suddenly everything changed, and now you're back to before he ever cast it. Well, I'm and not Fenwick. Sure. It's like before Fenwick turned the corner at all. Here's almost like time reset. I'm not worried at all about this magic, so I'm just going to go follow that ferret. Okay. That is sound so and rational you, thought. You turn the corner. I'm thinking you follow the ferret down mature. the other tunnel. Yeah. And the ferret is heading down that tunnel, and you're following him, and you walk, and you see something in the distance. And then you keep walking towards it, and you realize it's your friends, and now you walk up behind your friends. Do I see myself again? No. Okay, so it's not a time loop. <coughs> hey, guys. Mm. Hey, Tabby. Next. Um, <laughs> who is next? Uh, uh, Jocelyn, uh, I think. Jocelyn is next. I assumed you were looking through the eyes of your ferret. Yeah. So you saw the exact same thing. Okay. So if everything is reversed now, instead of turning around and walking behind me, I'm going to walk forward. So instead of going left or right, straight ahead in that cross. You walk straight ahead? Yeah. Okay. You start to walk and you walk past the group. You walk past the tunnel on your right where Fenwick and the Carrion Crawler are, and you just start to walk ahead. You're a half-elf, so I'd assume you have dark vision. I do. And you see a door at the end, and you keep walking down the hallway, but the more you walk down the hallway, the further door away the door seems to go, and your feet feel really, really sluggish, and you're trying really, really hard to move, but you really can't. It's hard. It's difficult. So you stop. And when you turn around, you're right back where you started with your friends. Are we asleep? <laughs> I think we're asleep. I think well, this worm put us asleep. It depends well, on the type of magic Kebo, you're up. Tried to put Why don't you try asleep? to wake up? Why don't you make a charisma saving throw? Oh, Kebo, God. look and see if everyone's in their underwear. 15? My charisma's you, really bad, so. You wake up at the, in the cemetery. And okay. you look around and you see everyone, including Rex, has just fallen down where they stood when the mist came up and hit everybody. Uh, okay. I knew this was some Inception shit. Huh? <laughs> All right. I cannot be put to sleep magically. You weren't put to sleep magically. Okay. You were put to sleep chemically. I see. Okay. Kevo, you still have you have an opportunity to. Uh, is there something I can can I wake like one person up or how many people could I wake up with my with another action? Uh, blue, blue, blue. I'll say you can wake one other person up. Um, I'm gonna try to wake up Nat. Well, if you wake up Fenwick next, he goes next. Oh, um, hmm. I'm going to try to wake up Nat. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's fine. I was just thinking. doesn't matter. Nat might have, Nat. Nat may, I want to get Nat up because Nat might have ways to wake everybody up. Nat, make a, uh, well, you just wake up. He wakes you up. He shakes you awake. 
Okay. Fenwick. Yes. You're up. Nat and uh, Kebo have disappeared. The last thing I heard Kebo say was, I think we're asleep. I try to wake up. Make a charisma saving throw. (laughs) Using that shit (laughs) dice anymore. Natural 20. So 22. So you wake up. Fenwick jolts awake. I, um... Let me guess. You wake up your dog. Wake up my dog. Sorry. (laughs) Beat him to it. You wake up, Leiden. He gets up and starts to growl. Uh... All right. Um, My dog with me. Huh? I gotta have my dog with me. So, Jocelyn and Tabitha, you see Fenwick and Leiden disappear. And the carrion crawler strikes out at Tabitha, but misses. Uh, Tabitha, you're up. Make a Christmas saving throw. Try to wake up. All right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, but wait, can I make some dream food? <laughs> you can if you want to stay asleep. <laughs> Maybe a dream, a dream biscuit sandwich. Yeah. They're just pulling food out of thin air. Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> Lucid dreamy control everything. Yeah, I got a seventeen. Okay, so uh, Jocelyn, you see Tabitha disappear. You're now all alone in the cave with this uh, with this creature, but you're not too afraid. You think you can wake yourself up, As Tabitha? You still have an Jocelyn, action. Jocelyn, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I wake up, Jocelyn. Don't forget okay. to dash. Yeah. So all of you wake up. <laughs> you're you're where you started at the top of the tunnel. Um, I assume one of you wakes up Rex Needler. Eh. Eh. Let him sleep. He works hard. He looks tired. I'll wake him up. The one thing you did not dream was the tunnel. It does lead down just as you saw it and slides uh, slides down. Get to do this slide. Whee! Not again. Can we okay. chill for a second? <laughs> nope. Too, too late. late. We're already down. Matt <laughs> Tabitha jumped in. All right. Uh, Nat and Tabitha, you, unlike the last time uh, when you jumped down to this tunnel, you slide just a little bit and you see that it's it's a tunnel that clearly something has dug in. But then at the end of it is what looks like a collapsed stone wall. Like the foundation of a building? Uh Uh-huh. Interesting. Um. With my knowledge of ruins and carving into rock, can I get any insight on this stone? Uh, make a perception check. I assume you walk over to examine it? Yeah, perception or investigation? Either way. Six. Not super great. Well, you walk over and you examine it. And it looks like a wall. It looks like something busted through it. When you look inside, you can see a long hallway. Oh, like in like inside the basement of a building. Mm-hmm. Through that collapsed wall, it, it's like you're inside a stone corridor. You're in a stone hallway. Cool. What's the matter, babe? The dogs need to go out. Take them out. We can take a break. Okay, sorry. You guys go on. Yeah, we can wait. No, no. We'll wait. I'll, I'll fade Pause. into the shadows. <laughs> Pause for edit. <laughs> 
Steve, edit. I'm so proud of you for figuring out you were asleep. I'm so proud of me too. Oh I had no idea. That like was the first good. time I did something smart. <laughs> it's pretty good. You figuring it out. Had you guys figured it out yet? <laughs> no, I had no, no idea. <laughs> when he said that we were that Jocelyn was like walking really slow, I was like, "Yeah, that's a dream." We're we're sleeping. <laughs> so, Tabitha, Nat, you have found a collapsed wall leading into a stone work tunnel. Your friends reluctantly stand above you, looking down into this dank hole you dropped oh, into. The hole. Dank. Dank. I go down that hole. Dank, bro. Leiden and Fenwick jump in. Kebo and Jocelyn, do you follow? Yeah. Sure. Jumping in. So, hole in the foundation that I can peer through to see that hallway? Yeah, it's just a, it's a, it's a big hole in the wall. It's giant sized. You know? Yeah, yeah, we can fit in. You can all fit through. Uh, Is there any way we can um, protect our mouths? Neck? So so we're not breathing anything in? Maybe not yeah, breathe. Yeah, probably some have dream something gas. like the edge of a cloak or something. Yeah, I'll pull my yeah, cloak. Let's let's maybe do some some bandito thing. Yep. So you enter this long hallway that uh, the collapsed wall that you enter into. Uh, there's a wall in front of you, and it turns the hallway turns left and to the right as well. To your right is just one end of the hallway with nothing. It's kind of like. That's almost where the room ends. And to your left, the hallway uh, extends about mm, 20 feet and ends in another stone wall. But on this wall is an etching, a carving in the stone. Uh, Four torches line the hallway and they're lit. There's two on each side. Well, let's let's grab a torch for sure, right? Yeah, Nat doesn't even wait. Etching in a rock, he's there. I'm going to Nat runs straight down the end of the hall and starts looking at the the etching. Great. Etched in this inspection. wall is a carving of a door. And above the door is written in common a phrase. And it reads, create that which is so fragile to utter its name would break it. A riddle? Create that a which riddle. is so fragile. To utter his name would break it. Uh, I got it. Nope, okay. it's silence. So Nat turns around and goes, Okay. So everyone gets quiet, but nothing happens. Is there any other noise? Make a perception check. Okay, just yell, why are you being so silent? <laughs> it's a nine plus. Well, my passive perception is 12, so. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, I, I could have. Nat, you listen very, very hard. Yeah. But you don't notice anything. You don't hear anything. And Fenwick, it dawns on you. The torches are making noise. You can hear the flame. Put out the torches. Now he's whispering. What? In real life, you guys would never be able to get through this puzzle with Brian. Put out the torches. 
Oh yeah, we can sing do that. to the torches. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? You are the light of my life. <laughs> uh, I go to each torch and use my lantern to bat each one out. So huh? Well, how are they? Are they a sconce? Torch. Or are they a torch? There's torches in the wall. Yeah, you just snuff take them. them off and just put them out. Snuff it. Yeah, you can snuff, snuff the torches. There you go. Snuff it in snuff. the dirt. So you snuff the torches. It goes yep. pitch black. For those of you without dark vision, you hear wood, or excuse me, stone rubbing on stone. For those of you with dark vision, you see that etching start to deepen and you see uh, an outline of a door and you start to see that that it goes from being the etching of a door to an actual door. Yes. You have solved my riddle. Did you just Zelda that moment? I, I totally Zelda that moment. <laughs> It is uh, black, though. I'm going to open some of the shades of my lantern so the non-dark vision people can see the door. Appreciate okay. that. So you, 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 you cast light with the lantern? I'll just cast Firebolt on a couple of torches, so if anybody wants a torch, they can have one. No, because then they're making noise again. you got to open the door first. Will it close? Yeah, the, well, wait. The noise the door itself created, so... Oh, I see. The door's open, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. And then yeah. let's light some lanterns back up. There you go. How many do we okay. need to? Whatever. Yeah. So you guys light the torches, and you can see the door. Uh, there is a a door ring on it now that you can pull to open. Sweet. Uh, I assume you're going through it? Yeah. Okay. It's a magic it. door. got to go through that. You walk thing. through the door and enter a large square room with no visible exit, aside from what you just came in. Opposite you, on a far wall, hangs a full-length mirror trimmed in a gold frame. That's all that's in this room. That's it? That's it. Walk up to the mirror and look at what's in the reflection. You see yourself, and you see the room behind you, and you see your friends. What's different about the room behind me than... Make a perception check. Then is actually the room behind me. Fourteen. Ooh. Nothing that you can tell. How is the mirror attached to the wall? Uh, the mirror, you look behind the mirror, and you can see that it is attached to the wall via a wire strung over a small metal hook that's embedded in the wall. want to slowly push the bottom edge of the mirror to one side. Uh, it it moves. It turns as if you were moving the bottom of a... You want to kind of like nudge it to the side? Yeah, I just want to give it a tap. It? You want to tilt it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it swings a little bit. You tilt it. Hmm. It acts as, as if it's a normal mirror. I stick my face on it. You stick your <laughs> face on it? Yep. Like hands, hands, and uh, face, and make the yeah. It acts as a normal mirror. It feels cool to the touch. Okay. Totally prepared to get stuck to it. 
I say uh, Candyman, Candyman, Candyman three times. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. No, Even Nat knows not to do that. Teleported to final Give boss. me your character sheets. Email me your character uh, sheets, and then I'll delete them. You die. The Candyman appears, and he goes, Candyman! <laughs> and, then he showers the us, candy man. and then he showers us. Then he showers us with treats, and he goes, yeah. and the Candyman can. <laughs> White no, shirt. no, he goes, you, so Kebo walks up and goes, Candyman, 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 and behind you, you see the reflection of the Candyman, and he goes, Candyman, and he just starts throwing candy around. No, that does not happen. Uh, now, Nat looks at the other two walls to see if there are any other places where the mirror might hang. On the walls to your left and to your right... Uh, there are other hooks. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Nat picks up the mirror, moves to another wall, and hangs the mirror. Okay, so if you've just walked into the room and you're facing the opposite wall with the mirror on it, do you put the mirror on the left wall or the right wall? Left wall. Okay. Nat picks up the mirror and moves it over and hangs it on the left wall. And when he does that, uh, the reflection changes. When you look through the mirror now, you don't see your reflection. You see another room. Oh. And in that room, the same shape and size of the room you're in, but in the center of it is a glass and wood curio. A what? A curio? Like a curio cabinet? Like a curio cabinet? cabinet. With one shelf in it, and on that shelf sits a gilded locked box. Jocelyn, walk through the mirror. Ooh. Can try we try to go through the mirror? I'm saying, try to walk into Can the mirror. Can we go through the mirror? I don't know. Fenwick, you try. Uh, no, I was I'll try. Jocelyn, try. Sure. Jocelyn, well, you try to put my finger. Why not? There. What could go wrong? You and you and Kebo both reach out and your hand passes through the mirror as if it were Quicksilver. Nice. Going in. Okay. <laughs> I'm going in too. Hey, both, you guys uh, are both willy-nilly both jumping Kebo down tunnels. And, both Kebo and Jocelyn step through the mirror and they are now in the room that is reflected on the mirror and the rest of you are on the other side. I run through the mirror. Okay. Does everyone go through? Uh, no, someone has to be on this side to be able to control the people. Okay. So everyone else can go through it. I so everyone but Leiden and Fenwick go through the mirror. Well, we could bring Leiden with us, uh, right, not, guys? No, no, no. She's yeah. with me. I grab a, like a little treat. I go. We've got Leiden treats. Oh. <laughs> you just grab a treat out of my pouch. But we yeah. have Leiden if you guys don't really worry, want to do this, don't worry, Fenwick. I'll stay with you. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Does everyone pass through, or just everyone but Fenwick? Everyone but Fenwick and Leiden, correct? No, I, I stay with Fenwick. Nat stays with Fenwick. That doesn't make any sense. No, but all right. Yeah, me, Jocelyn. Well, it makes sense uh, because. Yeah. Well, no, it doesn't make any sense. Okay. No. So yeah, everyone passes through except for Fenwick, Tabitha, and Leiden. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So everyone does. Jesus Christ! Who goes through the fucking mirror? Abathon and Jocelyn and Kendo. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. All right. So now that you're in this room, you can see a little clearer. 
The curio is ornate but looks normal, and inside the curio is a single glass shelf upon which sits a gilded lockbox, which is covered in filigree and is gleaming. It gives off this unnatural glow. Now, what you didn't notice before you came into the room was behind the curio. On the opposite wall is a small mirror. Now, this one's round, and it's about 12 inches high and 10 inches wide. And um, that's what that's on that the wall behind the curio. Okay. I would like to go look at that. Yeah. Let's go take. A yeah, look. let's all go investigate that. Okay, so Tabitha, Nat, and or Tabitha, Jocelyn, and Kebo were all in the curio room. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, so you look in that mirror and the reflections accurate, except for one detail, one obvious detail in the room, the curio is shut in the reflection. The door, the front of the curio is ajar, mm. as if it were open and you could just reach in and grab the box. Hmm. Can I Seems like a trap. This you can try? I would like to try. You reach through that mirror just fine. And I can reach through and grab what's in the curio? You cannot because the curio is too far away from your reach. In other words, you couldn't stand by the curio and reach the mirror. The distance is too long. Can we pull the mirror off the wall and bring it closer? Let's. Can we move the curio closer to the mirror? Or, or the mirror, know. but is a curio, like, attached to the floor, or is it just, no, it just like... From what you can tell, it's just standing in the middle of the room. Let's move the curio to the to the wall. Okay. And That's then right. and then try we'll your the move. Mirror. Right. Okay. Okay. So you push the curio cabinet closer to the wall, and All in the, the reflection, the it you see that happening. Yes. Okay. Now can I reach through the mirror? Yes, now you can reach and through. And into the curio. Yes. Take the lockbox. Yes. You okay. pull it out. When you turn around, the curio is behind you is empty, but closed. Okay. Wow. Open it. You guys solved that quick. Open it. <laughs> Done. <laughs> like this is awesome. Traps. I'm sorry? <laughs> yes. Can we perceive any traps on this thing? Angela, make a perception check. Ooh, I rolled a 19. Oh. So you look this over, and you don't see any telltale signs of any mechanical traps on this at all. Um, if there is a trap inside, it's, from what you can tell, it's magical. Okay. Open it. Crack this bitch open. Open it. it. All right, let's open it. It's locked. Locked? Uh-huh. It's locked shut. Can I pick the lock? You can attempt to pick the lock. I would like to attempt that. What do I use for that? Uh, you have uh, tools that you're proficient in. I do. You would make a roll and add the proficiency of that of those tools to the roll. That's how lock picking works now. Oh, it says thieves tools plus eight. Yes. So you will roll a d20 and add eight. 
Holy crap. Jeez. 17. Jesus. So Angie, or excuse me, Jocelyn takes out a couple of thieves tools and uh, she starts jiggering around in there and you can hear tumblers uh, click and, and, and tumble. And then there's a large, uh, loud, satisfying click and the chest appears to be open. Excellent. Mm-hmm. What's inside? Okay. Inside you find a scroll. And when you look at the scroll, you see a language that you cannot read. Can any of us read it? Well, right now, Jocelyn is the only one reading it, but Tabitha nor Kebo recognize the language either. That may as well be map. Hold it up to the mirror. I can't do map. Oh, Mm -hmm. got it. Hold it up in the mirror. Character choice. You just see the reflection of the text you cannot read. Measurements. All right. Well, then maybe we should go to the other mirror we came in through. Okay, so you pass back into the room with your remaining Wait, 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 wait. wait. Can I take this round mirror with me? Um, no. Damn it. It is attached to the wall. Okay, hold on a second, though. As they're walking back, Mm -hmm. I look at Fenwick. Mm-hmm. And I and I smile like a shit-eating grin, and I pull the mirror off the wall. Jocelyn, uh, Kebo, and Tabitha, the mirror that is your exit where your friends are disappears, and there is nothing but solid stone wall. You're trapped in this room now. Fantastic. And then I put the mirror back on, and I make a face. Suddenly the mirror appears, and Nat has a shit-eating grin, and he's I jump out real quick. <laughs> and then I pull the mirror off the wall again. Nope, I jump into Nat. I'm gonna ready. Yeah, I jump through and I punch Nat in the face. My bow and arrow. <laughs> then I laugh and I go, "Good one." <laughs> Can I roll right. damage? So, for that? that was a solid goof him. <laughs> All right, Nat. If you try a second time, I'm gonna time. make you roll a dex check to make sure you don't drop that mirror. <laughs> no, no, I put it back on. I put it back on. Okay, so everyone comes through back into the mirror room. All right. The first room. With the lot with the full length mirror. Okay. Right. <laughs> good. Check out this box. Yeah, yeah that was good. Classic. That was good. <laughs> uh, Fenwick and uh, Nat, neither of you can read the language on the scrolls either. It's not halfling or elven. Say again, Brian. It's not halfling or elven. No. Or no measure dwarf. <clears throat> no, it's not All in the right. language you any of you recognize. Even well, I'll just uh, keep this Maybe safe, your and then maybe someone else can decipher it for us. Okay. Take the mirror to the last wall that we haven't put it on yet. Okay. You move the mirror to the wall to the right of where it originally was, and through the mirror you see another room. It's a wide antechamber which descends down a wide staircase towards a large stone tomb. And from there, you can see there's something engraved on top of the tomb. So it's a big room with this stone staircase descending down. And at the end of that large, at the end of the room down at the bottom of the steps is a tomb. Like a a big coffin kind of thing? Yeah, like a big stone coffin. Okay. What's that? Can I say dash? 
You may. All right. I'll send Dash in there. Okay. So you send in your fairy. There's writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see through his eyes. Okay. So do you want to send him up to see what the writing says? Yeah. Okay. So he climbs up. Dash runs down, skitters down the steps, and climbs up onto the stone tomb. And you can see through his eyes that there is an engraving on the top of the coffin that reads, Here lies Blorgus Bonesong, first wizard of the Elysian Sanctum, devourer of magics, known to the elves as Flan and Tarth, known to the dwarves as Fingo Shun. The men of the north know him as Jimothy. <laughs> Jimothy. And then below that it says, be ever vigilant. Devourer of magics. How do you magic? And you're reading this out loud as you stare. Jocelyn is standing, right. staring kind of into nothing. And she reads it out loud. Here lies Blorgus Bonesong, first, wither, first wizard of the Elysian Sanctum, devourer of magics. Known to the elves as Flan and Tarth. Known to the dwarves as Fingo Shun. The men of the north know him as Jimothy. What do you think, guys? Had to get my tavern. It's hard to know what it was like to burn in the... I don't know. It seems like maybe we should go... Maybe we should go in there? See what's in the... Does it seem like that? Yeah, I mean, we should have taken a nap. We could get him to read this paper. Can we put the the mirror on the wall with the door? Like, can we close the door and put the mirror on that wall? Uh, You could look behind the door there. uh, When you look behind that door, you don't see a peg above it, and you don't see any way to attach it to the door itself. Mm. In other words, there's no... There's no metal spike that would be easy. You could lean the mirror up against the door, I guess. But it's not obvious we could always, like the other two walls. No. We could always check what's inside the sarcophagus. I think that's the plan. That, if Nat yep. saw that there was writing on the turned tomb. Out badly, but we could just open that up and see what's inside there. Sure. And if, a little peek. Let's do it. And if the tomb was made of stone, he'd probably go down there and look at it. Uh, okay, so what do you guys do? Let's go. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, so run in, I'll follow. Yeah. I'd, the second that Jocelyn says that there's writing on the tomb, he's in. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, we should go into the tomb. Tomb room. Tomb room, please. Feel more comfortable if somebody stays on the outside, Fenwick. I'll stay on the outside for now. If you guys get in distress. And I could come and save the day. Otherwise, I could monitor the situation. Well, I'll hang. Okay. I like these situations where our tank stays out. <laughs> well, Kevo's also a fighter. Sure. Fenwick yeah, I'm is going a in. I'm, I'm curious. I want to go in this. I want to go in All this right. tomb. Let's do it. That's You're already leaving down. your healer outside. Also, yeah. Kevo is big, so he's gonna, it's, he's gonna be Correct. easier for him to open it. Okay, so all of you pass through this mirror as you did the last one. You pass through it as if it were Quicksilver, and you end up on the other side. Um, one thing that everyone notices is that when you do pass through the mirror, anyone on the other side doesn't hear what's going on. Brian, as Fenwick, you won't be, you can't hear them talking on the other side of the mirror. 
just as when you two were discussing or three were discussing what to do with the curio, Fenwick and Nat could only see what you were doing. You couldn't hear anything. Well, I have a question. What happens if I can you just stick your head through? Yeah, you can stick your head through. If I need to hear, I'll do that. But okay. I can send Dash back. Not at this juncture. I can send Dash back. If you sent Dash back through to Fenwick, he would be able to hear. Fenwick I would can't, be able to hear. You could be able to hear him, but Fenwick couldn't, or Dash Correct. could not speak to Fenwick. Correct. You could recognize Perfect. that as like an emergency signal. So again, all of you pass through the mirror and descend job, the small Angie. staircase down to the tomb. And sure enough, just as Jocelyn recited, there is the inscription for Blorgus Bonesong. Can we move this? Like, is there anything else around in this room besides the actual tomb coffin thingy? The tomb stands on a small pedestal, uh, and there are columns, decorative columns. Uh, you know, it's kind of a nice, ornate tomb, uh, almost as if uh, you get the impression that Blorgus was someone of importance for them for this to be carved and set up for him. Uh, but there's nothing else in the room, no. Okay. Um. Including natural light, but you all have torches. Um, you can see that the tomb is covered by a stone tablet that that engraving is on. And to move it, you'd have to be very strong. But don't forget, you do have the power of friendship. Friendship is the name of Nat's probar. That's a great callback. I forgot about that. It's the best. <laughs> what would you guys like to do? Let's uh, open Nat this. Makes a rubbing up. of the yeah. uh, the words. Oh, interesting. I like that. So Nat climbs up on the on the sarcophagus. Yeah, he's like in his, parchment. I, he's in his own universe. Oh yeah, Riding you love rock, any kind over. of etching or carving. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, so you make a a perfect rubbing of this. Of this uh, carving, mm-hmm. I get up off the rock and I look at it appreciatively. Ah, here lies Blorgus Bonesong, first mm-hmm. warrior of the Elysian Sanctum. Perfect, <laughs> a perfect transfer. <laughs> All right, now maybe we can. I look at the other two really proud and I nod. Huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Tabitha. I'm on, I'm on the other side of the mirror. I'm looking down, going like, oh, oh look yeah. How, I'm, I'm like talking to Fenway. Look how proud Nat is. I hold it up so Tabitha can see it <laughs> at the top of the stairs. And I'm just like giving him double thumbs up. Like, you did so good. You did so good. <laughs> I'm confused again. I thought everyone passed through but Fenwick. They no, I went no, I think... to the mirror to show oh. him. <laughs> I see. <laughs> okay. Tabby's so Fenwick, you see these guys holding up a mirror, just so excited. Good job. Okay. Good job, guys. Thumbs up from from Fenwick. <laughs> okay, right, so you so guys are gonna move this, this lid. Friendship time. No, it's time for friendship. That would not the disturb the dead. He wouldn't do it. Hmm. What do you think, Cabo? Did you just come in I here don't know. He's rubbing? The... <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's the one oh, yeah. with the crowbar. <laughs> well, you don't need a crowbar. I'm that uh, okay. Help. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I just want to, you know, cr- crack it open, see if there's anything okay. inside. Make a strength check to see if you can push this uh, thing off. It's heavy, uh, but uh, you only need a DC 10 to move it. Not that heavy. 13. Great. So with the, you push it a little bit, and it, uh, it turns, um, and dust and stale air comes out of it. Um, you push it enough to look down inside, and you can see uh, the head of a corpse. Okay. You can see a gaunt, skeletal, humanoid face with withered flesh. Withered flesh stretched across bones. Eyes long ago lost to decay. But you don't really see past its, you know, clavicle. Unless you push the whole thing off. Okay. Um, I guess I want to confer with my group and <laughs> see if we should... You know, I can just say it looks normal. Mm. And then see if we want to continue i don't i also am not super keen on defiling this tomb but if there's something inside that can help us i feel like that that should be explored does anybody else agree no 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 any shebs and zools knew what it was to be roasted in the depths of the slore that day i tell you (laughs) jocelyn Guys, Any curiosity? Did one of the group speak up? Anybody? I, oh. You guys, well, you don't Nat want to defile. No. Nat says yeah, no. What, do, what does everyone else think? You've everyone else to, is outside. Open yeah. it up. You might as well take a look. You haven't taken a full look. I'm sitting outside the other side of the mirror, just kind of like crooking my head, going like, what are they doing down there? So Nat didn't, so Tabitha did not go in. No, I, I stayed back with Fenwick. Oh God, guys, you're killing me. You're killing That's me. That's what small. I said. This is so clear. <laughs> okay. I stayed with Fenwick, so it would be the other. So it would be Nad, Jocelyn, and Kevo. Like, I thought that was the whole point. Okay. Anyway. Oh, no. Dash is back so I can communicate with you. So it's just Nat, Jocelyn, and Kebo in the tomb room. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. saying from the other side of the mirror right. what's inside. So- Jocelyn, what do you want to do? Well, I can't move this by myself, and Kebo and Nat don't want to. So. I'm, I'm not asking for you to do it yourself. I'm asking for permission. Do you want to find out what's in this? Because I can't see it unless we. I mean, what was? I can push the whole. I can push the whole thing. All right, let's just let's Jocelyn lid this thing. Agreement. I'm gonna lid okay. this thing. Do it. Okay, so you push the lid completely off, and it falls behind the tomb and cracks in half. Good job. In the tomb, you're happy. Yeah. you see the whole skeletal Remains. corpse of what appears to be a wizard. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it is, you know, robed and has decorative necklaces on and rings on its bony fingers and a big, long crimson and gold robe Still that's alive. dusty and gross and decayed. What's that? Huh? And then uh, you see, yes, you see, you also see um, some papers and you see a small satchel. 
second you take something like fucking Hey, goodness. can you why are you whispering? Oh, I'm just talking to the group. You're on the oh. other side. Shut up. I can hear. You can't. You can't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, Jocelyn can hear him. I guess technically he can get some ferret whispers. Uh, well, I mean, who's up? Can we just all kind of. You can do whatever you want. There's no. Okay. It's whoever wants. I mean, to I, I want to check what's That's in the satchel. Okay. Yeah. I want to see what's in the satchel. Ooh. Okay, so you pick up the satchel and you open it, and inside are two, what appear to be two or three bottles, okay? The first bottle uh, contains what is obviously an organ. The second bottle contains what is obviously another organ, and the third bottle contains a silvery uh, metallic liquid. Uh, not interested in those. Make a perception check. Who? Whoever's Me? look you. Yes. Okay. Oh, you looked in the sack. Oh, that's that's bad. One. Okay. Excellent. So that's what you find in that satchel. Gotcha. <laughs> Excellent. So that's what you find. Enjoy. Good work. Hey, shut up. <laughs> You didn't help. I go anywhere near right. that tomb. Jocelyn, do you that want guy. to look in there? Uh, in the satchel? In the satchel, in the tomb, and anything. I want to take a look at these papers. The papers crumble into nothingness when you pick them up. Mm. Yeah. I mean, can I like share? Like, I'm not like yeah, you keeping can show it to myself. I can no, no. I would assume you show everybody. Okay. So is anybody two, interested? Two jarred organs and a silver potion. We want to look yeah. at it a little further. That just, looks very disapprovingly. You make a perception satch off one. All right. I like how Nat gets really disagreeable about important shit. Eleven. <laughs> you notice as you're looking through that you think the corpse moved. Mm. Come on. Really? Yeah. Like think, it raised up a little bit and went back down. I think down. we need to get out of here. <laughs> I'm fine with getting out of here. If she saw that thing move, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> Me and dead good. bodies don't mix. Not sticking around for that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Nat would put the top back on the tomb. No, it's shattered. Stick around and do that. I am. Fell well, in broken into pieces, but he put it back. Huh? Okay. So, Nat, you go around and you lift up one half. Make a strength check real quick. <laughs> Four. Nope. Okay, so Nat goes behind. He starts to struggle to lift up one half of this thing, and he's struggling, and he's struggling, and you guys are waiting for him to do it, and you see, uh, as you've backed away from the tomb, you see the corpse slowly start to rise up out of the tomb. And you're thinking, oh, shit, this thing's alive. And then... From underneath the corpse comes out a carrion crawler. Son of a uh, bee. Do I see that from the mirror? We sleep again. Yes. Everyone roll initiative. Food! And I go yeah. running through the mirror. Ooh. Oh. I can't roll that one. 19. 20. 1 and 2. 
I have a question about initiative. So <laughs> the initi initiative number on my sheet, I add that, right, to my? Yeah. You add, you roll a 20 number. and you add yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so 21. Modify, yeah. Oh, wow. I'm a 19 21. then. Look at you guys. Meal. 22. I know. I finally rolled something decent. Five. <laughs> All right. Jocelyn got a five. So a lot of high rollers here. You guys wasted some high rolls on initiative. So, Kebo, you get first shot. Okay. Wait, no. I'm 22. Oh. Oh, whoa, Nat. I thought you said you were 20. Well, natural 20 and then two for initiative. Oh, all right. You're a Nat. I know. I, I blew it. my only natural 20. I'm going to roll all night. All right, go for it, Nat. You're up first. Uh, this does the carrying crawler see me? It does not. Hmm. But it's probably aware of your presence, as far as game mechanics can I, go. Can I roll a nature Let check on carrying crawlers? Do I know anything about sure. them? That is no way. That's also Jesus twenty. Christ. I know okay. a lot about carrying crawlers. Yeah, you've read about them. They are basically giant, for lack of a better term, they're giant maggots. They love eating corpses, and they're attracted to graveyards and, and tombs, and they eat the dead. But will they mess with living people? Like, if we left it alone, if we just walked out right now, would it just do its own thing? No, they attack living people as well. It's also big oh. scrape bento boxes. They're very dangerous. Delicious. All right. Ooh, lots of about bento boxes. <laughs> Fixing for bento boxes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Carrying crawler is great for uh, for a bento box. Uh, I'm going to carve shillelagh into my crook and hit it since it's not paying attention to me. And I'm very close to it. Okay. Make a roll. <laughs> That's a six. That is not my, a 20. I rolled my 20 figuring out what it was. <laughs> Congratulations. You know exactly what the thing is that you missed. All right. Uh, Kevo, you're up. Okay. Um, I'm just going to fire an arrow at it, I guess. See what happens. Kebo backs up the stairs a bit, draws out his bow. Yeah, how far away am I, by the way? Like 10 feet? Am I up the stairs? Like, we were on our way out. Yeah, you out, can go so. up the stairs. Yeah. I don't okay. think there's any problems in 5th edition with using a bow and arrow, even if you're in close range. Okay. Uh, yep, I'm just going to go for it then. Uh, 15. 15 is a hit. Yeah. Uh, Kevin's arrow lands true, striking the crawler. Sadly, one is my damage. Wow. I don't know yeah. how that's possible. Minimum damage. Um, I rolled a one. That's how I it's possible. Uh, <laughs> you don't have any. Damage. I guess you don't have any modifiers to your damage. It's just one d. Okay. I don't. I, I don't know. I believe you. No. Uh. Not that I. Not that the I. The crawler uh, down. flashes out at Jocelyn. Well, your your decks. I thought we were. Thief. Like ten feet away. I'll look it up. You guys keep going. I'll no. look it up. Oh, okay. Oh, you did. Yeah, it. Yeah, we let. We were taking off. Correct. But you're within its movement speed, so. Oh, okay. It jumps at you. It jumps at me. But you're able to jump up the steps 
and dodge its attack. Okay. Tabitha realizes there's an opening and goes in for for her shot. Uh, what I'm going to do is I have a cantrip called Minor Illusion. Okay. And actually, I would like to create some sort of, like, corpse buffet Ooh. for this character. Oh. Something to, like, attract its attention and keep it distracted a little while longer. Great. I would assume your Minor Illusion is... Uh, is... Uh, Food-based? Yeah. Okay. The, the illusion is the food. The illusion is food-based. So it's like <laughs> it's like a buffet of, like, rotting meats Body and... Burned. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Tab- Tabitha knows one spell, and that's how to make food look better. Or worse, in this <laughs> or case. Worse. Or worse. Yeah. Better for the carrion crawler. It would appeal to a carrion crawler. So Tabitha... Yeah, better you, for the intended you, audience. You whip up an illusion and combine the right ingredients to create a smell that creates the illusion in the carrion crawler's mind that there is a corpse. Uh, And I guess you're going to throw this uh, away from the group? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to put it just in the peripheral vision of the carrion crawler so it can kind of catch the smell and turn its body. Great. Uh, I'm going to say, so you think, what's the cantrip again? Minor illusion? It just happens. Yeah, it just happened. Let me see. He's going to make a charisma. Uh, there is no save. There's no save? No save. Just happens. Just just makes a spell. Makes the thing. I understand you did create the illusion successfully, but I'm rolling to see if he believes it. Do you understand? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a two, and he has a negative three charisma, so he is definitely fixated on this. Yeah. <laughs> Any interaction Fenwick, with it will bust the illusion, though. Fenwick, you see your friends fighting this carrion crawler, and you realize if you're going to jump in and help, now's the time to do it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to help from right here, everybody. So um, I tell Leiden to attack. So he jumps through Okay. and goes to attack it. Natural 20. That's a hit. Hide. Max damage, please, for Leiden. Six. And then I am going to, um, of course, attack it. But um, from here, I'm going to pull out a spear and check a spear at it. <sighs> Ten versus AC. No, probably not. Uh, your spear is a little long and embeds itself in the wall behind the tomb. Uh, Jocelyn, you feel like now would be a good time for you to make a move. Yeah. I'll pull out my bow as well and uh, take a shot. All right. Uh, Um... That's 16... That your arrow hits it square in its uh in its backside. And the tenders. Right, the tenders. Round the tenders. For six points of damage. It squeals but is not deterred from what it's after. Um Nat, you see that the carrying crawler's been hit now a couple times, but it's fixated on the illusion Tabitha's created. And you see an opportunity to strike. 
Well, my shillelagh is still active, so I'm going to try and hit it again. Great. 19 plus 4 is 23. That's a hit. Palpable hit. Uh, 12 damage. Good lord. How much? 8 plus 4. Wow. The hell? Let me double check shillelagh. Make sure I add my bonus to it. My Yo, look at my bonus. Dang, everyone should have a shillelagh. For real. I don't remember how to spell shillelagh. <laughs> oh, it's down there. Attack <laughs> uh, uh, uh. becomes a d8. Fucking yeah. also is magical. Yep, lasts for a minute. All right. Uh, Kebo, what you I'm going to do. I'm going to do the same thing. Okay. So you, Kebo notches another arrow and shoots at the. At the another call. 15. All right. And you strike it true. It's so distracted by this that it's not even trying to dodge attacks right now. Okay. Oh, that's that's 10 damage because that's a seven plus three. Yeah. Dang. So my jealousy rang true. Served me well. It is bleeding this gray ichor out of its wounds now, and it continues to crawl to what it believes to be a corpse. When it gets there, it is enraged. This is not what it thought it was. It made itself vulnerable for nothing, and it strikes out at Tabitha. No! Oh... That is an 18 plus plus eight. So that's a hit. It spins around. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, My armor class is 38. Kebo, like, week. Yeah, right. My 27. Its tentacles whip around and it hisses at you, Tabitha, and smacks you, uh, reaches out 10 feet and, and. and smacks with its tentacles. You are hit with four points of damage. Oh. Uh, and you must succeed on a DC 13 constitution saving throw or be poisoned for one minute. Okay, so I roll a D20? Yep, and add your constitution modifier. All right, that's okay. It is a 20. 19 plus one. Great. <laughs> You're hurting, but that thing has made itself very vulnerable to you right now. It's literally on its last legs <laughs> and you are able to resist its poison and you see an opportunity to end this once and for all. Uh, I'm going to hit it with Sriracha Splash. I love it. Yeah. So it, I hurl a bubble of Sriracha, choosing one creature <laughs> within range. Uh, it must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take one D6 uh, acid damage. Jeez. It rolls a 14. So it dodged your sriracha spray. Oh, that would have been Whoa. so tasty. Shoot. Stop wasting that sriracha. Yeah, no kidding. Jocelyn. Um, all right. I will shoot at it again. It's not focused on me, right? No, it's not. Not. I mean, what do you mean by that? Well, because if it's engaged with someone else, I can get a sneak attack. You can. It's All definitely right. in, enraged at Tabitha right now. Bust that thing down. 
And I just look at it and I wink oh, and I go, gotcha. <laughs> uh, 12. Uh, that is 14. N- sorry. Oh, 14. That is a hit. Yes. Okay. All right, so then that is... It is, it is down to its last hit points. Yeah. <laughs> it's dripping. How about six? Yes. So I assume you used your bow that time? Yeah. So Jocelyn leaps into the air, shoots an arrow, trick shot, hits it right in the eye, and it starts to do that weird thing bugs do when they die and they kind of spasm and mm. flip over on their back and all the legs curl up. And it just goes. <laughs> and the carrion crawler dies. And then you hear from the tomb. <coughs> and the corpse sits up and looks out at you. Now its eye sockets have, are empty. They, his eyes decayed out long ago. These bright red pinpoints of light are in there. And he looks at you and he goes, Oh, thank God. Hey, everyone. It's me, Blorgeth. Blorgeth Budthong. Bone thong. Thank you so much for killing that carrion crawler. It was, it was awful crowded in here. And he you give him a thumbs up and, and say, No problem. Uh, he has no eyes, but he's got vocal I prefer Jimothy. And it's I'm right. I'm right next well to met. Him, right? I say well met, Jimothy. Oh, you must be from the north. Absolutely. I am known I've, as Jimothy from the men of the north. What is your north. name, good sir? Kebo. Kebo, thank you so much for dispatching this terrible creature. I wasn't getting a moment's rest in this tomb. <laughs> You're welcome. Is can there anything us, I can... Uh, yes, can you help us read this scroll? A scroll, scroll, you say? I'd love to. I love scrolls. Jocelyn. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Jocelyn, cough that scroll. Don't know what you're talking about, my friend. Jocelyn. Scroll. Scroll him. I am not. Give him that scroll. To Just a dead wizard. Open the tomb to get the answer. The oh, scroll. please, can I see it? It's so boring down here, and I love a good puzzle. Jocelyn. I'm going to pour myself some tea while this is happening. Okay. Mm, is that tea? Yes. Would you like some? I'm very thirsty. Why don't we heal? Okay. Guys. Let's all heal. Great. You beat I don't up? Think there's any amount of healing. Yeah, I drink it up. I roll. I roll one of these, right? Okay, so you give him some tea? Yeah, I'll give him some tea. He takes it and pours it down his gullet and and uh, and you see it some of it is all over the ground. No, well, some of it goes into what used to be a stomach, but you can see where his stomach is, you can see his robes getting wet. And he says, mm, refreshing. Was that oolong? It's chamomile. Chamomile. <laughs> Forgive me. How rude. But my taste buds aren't what they used to be. <laughs> now show me this scroll you're making such a fuss about. 
hate you, Cabo. Um, sure, let's show him the scroll. Let out. Okay. So you pull out your lockbox, and he goes, Ooh, pretty! I recognize that filigree. Yeah? Yeah. Tell. tell me more. This was forged by a very famous wizard. There must be a very impressive scroll inside. Kimmy, Kimmy, Kimmy. Let me see. All right, I'll I'll hold up the scroll. So you hold up the scroll. And yeah. he says, I'm sorry, dear. My eyes aren't what they used to be. Could you get it closer, please? Yep. I'll walk up to him. <laughs> Holding the scroll. Okay. He reaches out for the scroll. I got this. No worries. Uh, he takes the scroll and looks at it and he goes, Mmm, I know exactly what this is. This is a very ancient language. What you, language would it be? Do you stop him from taking the scroll? Yeah. Yeah, you do. I'll try, yeah. Hey, hey metagamer, you're outside the mirror. You sent I'm your dog in. Ferret. Yeah, you're not inside right now, I'm Brian. I'm talking to the ferret. Okay. You're talking to Angie, and we all know it. Communication. With Hold her. on a second. You guys are overusing this familiar a bit. Well, not necessarily. Uh-huh, uh-huh. If you look through his eyes, you couldn't see the what was going on, but you can still hear it through Dash's ears. Okay. Sure. He tries to pull it from me. He goes, would you just give it here so I can look at it? For goodness sake. I can't see anything in this torch light. Do you want it identified or not? And he crosses his arms. Yes. Let's uh, hold Nat, get Nat to hold his lamp a little closer. And then he says, he says, I don't want to look at it. Okay. She was, she was rude. No problem. I'll put it away for safekeeping. He says, give it to me. All right. Roll initiative. Not happening. Jeez. Um, okay, so he is going to reach out and grab Jocelyn by the hand. He doesn't want her getting away. 26. Is that better than your armor class, Jocelyn? 26? Stop is that it. better than my armor Stop class? Stop it. Okay. Uh, so he reaches out and grabs your hand, and his hand is freezing cold to the touch. Uh, you take eight points of damage and you need to make a constitution saving throw, please. Okay. One. Excellent. You feel your whole body stiffen, and you fall over paralyzed. No. <laughs> Again. Am I just going to spend every game paralyzed in some form or fashion? There's a good chance that that could actually happen. <laughs> Keep being rude to yeah, the dead seriously. guys. I just like how the translate the scroll. I don't want to see Jocelyn get hurt. He's trying to rip the scroll out of my hand, and rude. I'm the yeah. rude yeah. Just wanted to read it. He's trying to be helpful. He's just trying to be helpful. Yeah. He then turns to the rest of you and shrieks, and a wave of force comes barreling towards you. Everyone in the room must make a constitution saving throw, please. Uh, 
15 for me. Uh, 11. 13. Leiden. Leiden. Oh, yeah, Leiden. What do I have to make? You have to beat a 20. Oh, shit. What? On a constitution saving throw. Let me see throw. if I can naturally roll that. Okay. Otherwise, I have to look up a mastiff in that book. Rolled the 15, so he might have actually no. made it. Let's say he did. Okay. He's got four legs. All right. He crouches down. Uh, all right. The rest of you are... Oh, Constitution of plus one. Oh. Then no. no. All right. So everyone is knocked ten feet away, and you are pushed oh, back. Anybody go um, flying the mirror? Yeah. I'm going to say... Uh, Cabo flies through the mirror okay. into the room with Fenwick. You also take nine points of damage. Jeez. <laughs> I'm, I'm down sorry. to zero. Me? No. Okay. Not you, Jocelyn, and not Fenwick. Okay. Well, fun game, guys. Going home to wife and kids. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> um, all of you are not prone. I guess Fenwick, now is your chance. <laughs> Now's your chance to save us all. Fenwick. You have an opportunity to make an action if you like. Lord just turns to you and says, "Hey, Fenwick, what kind of music do you like listening to?" Who me? Yeah, hard rock. <laughs> that was such a pregnant Last pause. Hard rock. <laughs> so sorry. I will. Um, so everybody's on the ground, knocked out, or just yeah, you see back? the entire group in there just getting knocked back towards the back wall. And everyone else the wall, but Kebo flies through the mirror. Who has the jars? The jars? Kebo has the jars. Okay, go to Kebo. Okay. Oh, Kebo's here. Yeah. He just came barreling through. He's right at your feet. I, um, I'm going to test a theory. Okay. Um, I'm going to, instead of going with a big shiny one first, I'm going to get that one of the organ jars from yeah. Kebo. I'm just, just smash that organ jar on the ground and then step on the organ. Okay. Good call. Just to see how he reacts to that. Obviously, there's another organ and one that's shiny, which I think <clears throat> might be something like a phylactery maybe or something. But um, I'm going to see what he does if I uh, crush <laughs> the organ first. He shrieks in pain. Ah, yes. And locks his gaze on you. And he says, hey, not cool, dude. Get back in your box. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Tabitha. Tabitha's dead. Or oh, Tabitha's. Yeah, I'm down to zero. Everyone's prone. So that's back up to Nat. Nat, you're prone. Constitution Are you alive? Bros, everybody. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. Uh, how close am I to this guy? Um, you're close enough. Do I get the impression that I can de-escalate this situation? <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know. He seemed reasonable before. I was gonna try. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'd I'd like to talk to him. Okay. So, yeah. what would you do? I'd like to apologize for the rude behavior of the people with me currently. Okay. 
And he says, well, I really appreciate that. Now, if you would be so kind as to hand me that box and the scroll, I'll reconsider my current actions. Very kind of you. What was your name again? I'm Nat. Nice to meet you. You seem very reasonable, Nat. No. Don't touch him. Don't. <laughs> what, what, uh, which name do you prefer? Blorgus is fine. Oh, Blorgus. I like that one. That's better than the other names. So he reaches I mean, down really? and says, sorry about your friend. Oh, she should be fine in about a minute. <laughs> she's used to it. <laughs> so he picks up the gilded box and says, okay, hold on a second. And he walks past everyone and walks to the mirror and he says, I just want some better light in here. And he walks through the mirror into the room with Fenwick and... Kebo. Now, that was Nat's turn, and he's now entered the room with Fenwick and Kebo. Um, both of you have an opportunity now to do something if you'd like. Unhappy with him coming through the mirror. Okay. So what do you do? You and Kebo can do whatever you want. Kebo first. He's choosing to just let this de-escalate. What do you want to do, well, Fenwick? Oh, no, Kebo, you can change your mind if you want. Let me no, know. no, no. I'm not, I'm not going to do anything. If he's chill for a minute <laughs> okay i don't want him raging on us I'm going to move away from him maximum distance okay with the shiny jar in my hand held up high okay so if he does anything there were three yeah I know. things in there two jars of organs, organs. and one vial of <laughs> A silvery liquid. Silvery stuff. Okay, so you take the silvery stuff no, and you hold well, it over your head. You know what? I'm going to hold both of them above my head. Okay. And so if he does anything that I don't like, like if he even breathes wrong or mm -hmm. looks like he's breathing wrong because he probably doesn't breathe, mm -hmm. those are both going to come crashing down. Okay. Crashing to the floor. So you stat you're doing that? Yes. Blorgus looks at Fenwick, looks at the two things that you're holding, looks back at you. Punches the mirror, shatters it. See ya! And walks out. Oh boy, looks like the Table Titans got themselves another bucket of syrup. Thank you for listening and spreading the word about our podcast. And thank you to my amazing players. Jocelyn was played by my wife, Angela. Fenwick was played by my little brother, Brian. Tabitha and Nat were played by Tavis Maiden and Corey Cassoni. They both write and draw Binwin's Minions, which you can read at tabletitans.com. Tavis also draws his own original comic, Tenko King, which you can read at tenkoking.com. Last but not least, Kebo was played by Steve Hamaker, who colors my work beautifully, but also has his own comic, Plocks, which you can read at plocks-comic.com. Also, let's not forget to thank Emmett Plant, who composed all of the original music for our show.